What's up, everyone? Thanks for listening. Welcome to the podcast. Please subscribe when you get a chance. Today, Monday, we are talking about dealing with disappointment. You know, I think this is something that is very important that people talk about. You know what I've noticed, especially around people my age, is an unwillingness to ask questions when people run into things that they don't know how to deal with. And it comes from, a, I believe it comes from a place of pride, like, oh, someone's going to think it's a stupid question or, uh, or I should have known that already. But when you run into things, having good friends, the Bible says in multitude of counselors, there is safety. When you have friends that you can go to or people you can go to, people you look up to and be like, man, I'm just dealing with this. I didn't expect to be dealing with it. Can you help me? Can you give me some counsel? That's where you can, uh, a lot of people make decisions just on the inside of them. And then they'll even say things like, well, I believe it's God's will. I have a peace about it. But when they get counsel, every bit of godly counsel around them tells them to do something different. You know that not everyone is not hearing from God. Peace for a lot of people. They just don't know how to hear the voice of God. So getting out of a difficult situation feels like peace. Man, I'm removing myself from this hardship. And so I'm feeling peace. Yeah, it is easier to go play video games than it is to wake up and go exercise. Like it's easier to do that, right? You feel more peace not exercising. You feel more peace eating breakfast than you do running, right? Because it's, it's, it's running is harder on the flesh, but getting counsel anyway. But so we're going to talk today about dealing with disappointment. You know, for a lot of people, the reason disappointment can be such um, a hurtful thing is disappointment ends up leading to inaction. It's the same thing with, with failures. But disappointment, the reason why disappointment happens really is because of unmet expectations. You know, when you expect something to look a certain way and then it doesn't, you expect something to come through, you expect this job to come through and then it doesn't. Even for a lot of people, it's just a disappointment for where they were, they where they are in life. This thing where they looked and they said, man, I'm 30 years old, I'm 40 years old, I'm 20 years old. I really expected it to look different than it does. Or maybe it's in relationships. Man, I really expected to not have gone through such bad breakups. I really expected, you know? And so the expectation isn't met. And for a lot of people, they live in this place of trying to get back recovery from disappointments. How do I get back? How do I get back? Man, my relationship with God is not where it used to be. And I'm disappointed and I don't know how to get back. And really, so today we're going to talk about that um, uh, and kind of dive into some of these things. So the first thing you need to understand is it comes down to an expectation. And for a lot of people, for me, I'm going to walk you through my story a little bit. But, you know, I was called to the ministry when I was eight years old, five days before my eighth birthday, July 24th, uh, 1990. It would have been 1993, uh, 1994. I was back in Durban, South Africa. My family, my mom, my brother and I, my mom had been praying. She had really felt to bring, uh, this. it's a long story, but really felt to bring us to America, had been praying about getting confirmation from the Lord to bring us to America. And um, I get a prophecy from a prophet, Kim Clement, and he said, young man, he called me out and prophesied over me that I would preach the gospel. I would take a flame to the nations. I would even go to the United States of America. I'd become a household name. And he, and he prophesied over this for me. And that did so much for me and still does so much for me. But the, um, uh, I kind of expected, so fast forward, here we are in the U.S. I go to Bible school. I started Bible school at the River Bible Institute um, in Tampa. I started at 16 and uh, did Bible school, and I graduated right before I turned 19. It was a three-year school. I did a summer school, kind of accelerated. 
Um, started like three weeks into being 16 and finished right before my 19th birthday. And I remember this expectation because it's just the pressure that's put on you. Man, you, you launch out, you launch out into ministry. And so here I am and like 19 years old expecting. There was someone in my graduating class who like went off and did uh, mass crusades and was pretty quickly. And here I was, I graduated Bible school. I got hired on at the river. Um, I was in video editing. I was in the media department, the, the church that I went to. And I was uh, video uh, editing video. And I was like expecting, man, this is going to be the stepping stone to my ministry. I'm going to be preaching full time. No real practical experience. I'd preached a little bit in like uh, kids church during um, during RBI, uh, but was expecting this thing to come and, and not really understanding that God had a path set aside for me. And so when the time came and then uh, I got let go from RMI here and I wasn't a good employee, looking back, I would have let myself go too. Um, I went on and I started doing door-to-door sales and the Lord provided door-to-door sales for me, this homeschool kid, door-to-door sales uh, to help get me out of my shell and really help me help teach me things about life, about ministry. But I remember just being so disappointed reaching this place after doing sales for a year or two of like realizing, man, I should be preaching. This was my what I thought. I should be preaching the gospel, but I've failed along somewhere along the line. And I'm not preaching the gospel. I'm in sales. I've failed. What have I done? And it was really an unmet expectation that I thought at 20 years old, I'd be traveling around the world, taking a flame to the nations, fulfilling the call that God had for me. And here I was in sales, knocking on people's door and selling them cable, right? Or, or alarm systems at that point. And just this disappointment that set in because of an unmet expectation, not really realizing that God had me on this path that now I look back and I say, if I could do it over, I would have had it no other way because God knows exactly what he's doing. The first thing I want to tell you is, is in your walk with God, we have sometimes this idea of what it's going to look like. God puts something on the inside of our spirit and, and we know, Hey, this is what I was built for. This is what God has raised me up for. But we don't know the timing. We don't know the the time. Pastor Rodney talks about these. He's doing a 300-city tour, but he talks about how that some of this stuff was put in his heart, you know, back in 2003. He talked about going to all these different nations and started laying out these nations, and he thought it was going to be mass crusades. And here he is 15 years later doing this tour, um, some of the things that the Lord has put into his heart. But it really kept me in this place for years of feeling like, first of all, I'd failed. I'd failed the Lord. My relationship with the Lord wasn't where it once was. And I was living in this place of like trying to just get back. And I, and, and I remember this time when I was, um, it was a, a guy that was a close friend of mine who just said, uh, you don't, you don't try to get back to where you were with the Lord. There's only moving forward. And that was so liberating because anytime it's like, you'd, it's like dealing with things from a negative. It's like playing catch up. It's like trying to pay off debt. It's not, it's not an exciting thing. It's like, I'm not even in the, I'm not even in new, I'm not even in like, I'm in the negative now trying to get back to just neutral. I'm not even in the positive. I'm just trying to get back from, I'm digging up from underground. And so that was one of the things that really helped me is understanding you're never with your relationship with the Lord. You're never trying to get back to where you were. If your heart is right and you've repented from what happened, it's always just moving forward. There's always grace to move forward. 
But for a lot of people, they live in a place of like feeling like they failed, feeling like they missed it. And maybe there were some things that you did wrong, but I'm going to give you a couple keys as we, as we uh, wrap up the second half of this, of, of, of how to come out from, first of all, disappointment, but to move forward. The, 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 the sure fire way to make sure you where you are supposed to be. But fast forward, and I remember 2013, I was working in Houston, and at that time, Right around that time, I think 2012 is when Usain Bolt had won, you know, his running things and he beat the world record. And I remember watching a press conference with him and he was like talking about running and breaking this world record. And he said, um, I was born to run. And seeing that and realizing like, man, he was born to run. I was born again to preach the gospel. Mark Twain has this quote and he says, and I, I change it, but it says, the two most important days of your life are the day you were born again and the day you figure out why. He says the day you're born and the day you figure out why. But I realized, man, I was born again to preach the gospel, but this is a path that I'm on right now. And I said, am I doing what God has called me to do? And I realized like even being in door-to-door sales that God had this path that I was on, path that I could make some good money, learn some skills, do things that'll set me up for the ministry God has for me. That even though I didn't expect this to be where I was, that God had this place for me and this was part of it. So in the same way I was born to preach the gospel, God knew that I was going to be here. And in a sense, in a way, I was born to, to, to be in door-to-door sales. This was part of my calling. This is part of what God had for me was this path. I just never saw this path. All I saw was the fullness of the call. All I saw was preaching, traveling to nations, and anything less than that was a failure. And so understand what God has put in your heart, where you're headed, this, the place you're at now. If your heart is right with God and you're, and you're not living in secret sin, you're not, you're, your heart is right with God, the, the, the thing that you can, the best thing that you can do is, is be in a place where you, you di- uh, where you realize that God has you in this place. Am I, am I where God wants me to be? Yes, I am. Then I was born to do this. This was part of the call. It may not be the fullness of where I'm going to be, but God has me here and there's something that he's building in me in the middle of this. And so my, my encouragement and my three, three or four encouragement I give you, if you're saying, man, I feel like I'm just disappointed with where I am in my life. This is what you need to do. First, make sure that your heart is right with God. Is there any sin in your life? The second thing is begin to be a person of prayer. People who pray don't miss the voice of God. First of all, God, you have to understand God wants his will more than you do. The calling God has from you, the, the place God wants you in heaven more than you do. Prayer makes you sensitive to the voice of God so you can know that you're moving forward, right? Um, The second thing is faithfulness with where you are. The truth is, if you're not faithful with what's coming, God cannot bring you into a place of promoting you. In all the the scriptures uh, that we see, like the parable of the the talents, the different things, there's always something that, that God's placed in them to do. Not the fullness. It was a limited time. Hey, the king went away. He came back. It was just a temporary assignment. But before they stepped into what which they're ruling and reigning, being in charge of a city, before they were placed there in their final in their placement in the kingdom, it was faithfulness to what God, to what the king had called them to do. So what God has put in front of you, learn to be a full effort person. We're going to talk about being a full effort person um, in the weeks to come. And then the last thing uh, is is li- ki- live in the now. And I want to read to to you one of the most well known scriptures is in Matthew six thirty three, and it says, "Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness." 
and all these things shall be added unto you. And then verse 34 is often overlooked. It says, take therefore no thought for the morrow, tomorrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. It's basically saying, so the uh, passion says, refuse to worry about tomorrow, but deal with each challenge that comes your way one day at a time. Tomorrow will take care of yourself. Some people never get any enjoyment from their life, from what God has called them to do, from anything. And that's why disappointment sets in is because they're always just, they have their eyes on next week. It's like, imagine you're eating a meal, a great meal, thinking about your Thanksgiving meal. Everything's going to compare. Like you could be having your Easter lunch. Today's Easter, the day that I'm recording this. You could be having your lamb. You could be having your, you know, whatever your whatever you do, but you're always looking forward to, man, I'm really looking for that day that we have turkey. That day is going to come and it's going to be awesome, but let yourself enjoy what God is doing. God has a place of peace and of rest. You don't need to always be, obviously God gives us vision and we can get prepared, but living in tomorrow. So many people, I can't be happy until I'm married. I can't be happy until I've got this. I can't be happy. You you honestly probably won't. Who wants to marry an unhappy person? Like get, be a whole complete person. Be a person who, who who's, who's, who's sufficient with God, you and God, and then let God move you into that place. So to deal with disappointments, even for you, if it's uh, for someone who's listening, if it's recent events, man, there's things in my life, man, there's things that I didn't turn out the way I expected them to. I thought I was going to be better at this. I've come from a sales background and it's something where you have to deal with disappointment. There's been weeks where I've been like, man, I really expected to do better. I thought this was going to be an amazing week. I started off really strong and I didn't finish well. And you have to deal with that disappointment. And, and, And one of the ways you do that is what Paul said is such a key. If you look up where the Bible says one thing. Jesus said it to Mary. This one thing shall not be taken away from her, right? Paul said, this one thing I do, forgetting those things that are behind. You have to learn to be short-sighted for disappointments. Lord, I'm here. Lord, I want to move forward. I want to do what you uh, called me to do. If I've missed it, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Can Let's move on. And I thank you for what you've placed in front of me. I'm going to be faithful with it. And in, as King David did, encourage yourself in the Lord. The Lord has not given up on you. The Lord wants to bring you into the place where he's called you to be. And he wants to make it where we have treasure when we cross over into the other side. Love you. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe. If you do me a favor, take a screenshot of your uh, whatever you're listening to this on and post on your Instagram story. Tag us. That would be awesome. Um, you guys are amazing.